everyone welcome to yet another episode of our podcast social mashup and this is your host for the day dwisho joey a young campaigner from save the children india i am really excited to moderate this special episode themed on menstrual hygiene day as we all know friends menstrual hygiene day is an annual awareness day on may 28th to highlight the importance of good menstrual hygiene management at a global level It was initiated by the German-based NGO Wash United in 2014. This episode is brought to you by Mash Project Foundation and supported by IPPF and Save the Children India. Today we have a very special guest with us. Please join me in welcoming Jonathan Drummel. Jonathan Drummel is a 21-year-old activist from Sri Lanka who is advocating to end period poverty as well as is an advocate for mental health and body positivity. He has worked as a professional and has posted educational content on topics which are considered as taboo such as periods. He chose to educate mostly boys on the complexities and the beauty of periods as well as the educational content around topics that youth face such as parent child relationships body dysmorphia and mental health hi yonathan how are you hi bisojoy and first off thank you all for having me here and i've been good i've been good we are so happy to have you on our podcast today yonathan what motivated you to work in the menstrual hygiene space So being a digital marketer and a non-menstruator this question comes up so much that it's really funny and usually people expect me to tell them oh it was you know my mom that taught me or it was some other person that would have got me into it but it's a really funny story how I ended up working in the menstrual hygiene space So my main motivation was actually my ex-girlfriend. So before her I had no clue who or what periods were what PMS was. I had no clue. But you know once I started dating her she told me about her period and I was taken aback cuz I didn't know this happened. I was like wait people bleed like once a month and that was such a shock to me. So I did a bit of research I did a bit of reading, I did a bit of googling and you know slowly but surely I came across a whole bunch of information about menstruation in general as well as period poverty which is the inability to access menstrual uh menstrual the inability to access menstrual hygiene and through this research I was able to get in touch with a whole bunch of cool individuals a whole bunch of other activists and i started learning more and i started sharing my knowledge with my friends as well initially i started talking to my friends about periods and asking my female friends about how they had their periods and what happened during that period and afterwards it moved along to me starting to host instagram lives and then it slowly moved on to me hosting webinars i started posting content on instagram and slowly but surely i'm here today doing my small bit for the work against period party well that's interesting i mean thanks to your ex girlfriend that was a very product productive date which has led you to uh, contribute so much uh, towards a me 
major challenge so because no on menstruator yonathan what are the challenges that you face in your initiative for educating young boys on periods so first and foremost the main challenge was being a non menstruator i think it was a very big challenge to go into a space where you have little to no experience in and try to educate people because first off it does come off a bit naive as well but although that challenge was there there was also understanding and empathy so even though i am a non menstruator because i was able to empathize with people who menstruate and i was able to talk about their issues and educate people about this it became easier for me to get into the space another issue that i faced coming into this space was or uh, the biggest issue i think that period poverty has is the fact that people don't know period poverty is an issue that's such a big issue there are so many people and if you think about it half the people that menstruate either don't have menstrual care and the people that don't menstruate don't know about period poverty and this misinformation is what causes a lot of the issues that come with period poverty yes true uh would you like to also elaborate a bit how has it been taken because if you are educating young boys especially so how has it been taken by them in your experience so one thing about teaching boys anything is most of the time they don't like to take anything straight up it's always through teaching through experience or teaching through some sort of analogy that helps but there's been a lot of challenges that i've faced teaching boys about this to myself as well as me teaching it there has been a lot of backlash by people who think that one period poverty is not an issue that boys are supposed to be concerned about there is a whole other sector of people who think that teaching boys about this isn't right it's not masculine and it's not a masculine thing to do and choosing to talk about taboo issues like this sometimes gets me the hatred of people who are very traditional and especially from mothers from aunties and elderly teachers that would also come to me and be like okay why are you talking about this to the boys like they don't need to know they aren't going through periods and that was a big challenge that i had to overcome when i was initially starting off another issue was boys at a certain age didn't want to learn about this or the few people that did show up were people who just wanted to see what it was about so getting boys to come for sessions or actively trying to engage in boys to talk about this issue was a big issue for me yes indeed that is uh, that is quite an issue and i guess it's not just limited to the boys it's to the uh females as well uh so yonathan would you please like to elaborate a little on uh, what are the few stigmas or taboos which are still associated with menstruation there's a lot of stigma or shame associated with periods and there's a lot of things that are contributing to this stigma and most of these things whether we know it or not are done very commonly in our daily activities for instance menstruators are taught that their period blood is impure and it's unclean and telling them that it's unclean just adds on to the marginalization and it contributes to stigma 
another thing we take for granted is how we make fun of someone on their period. We often say, oh, she must be on her period when someone is acting aggressive or, oh, they must be on their period when someone is acting aggressive or, oh, they must be on their period when someone is acting aggressive or acting up. And associating periods with negative emotions and feelings like that is something we do on a daily basis without even knowing it. And this contributes to the stigma. Not being able to even say the word period or menstruation out loud in a group setting even. And not even being able to buy a packet of pads or tampons in a supermarket without having to cover it is more proof of stigma associated with periods. The period products themselves have been stigmatized quite a bit with tampons being linked to myths such as tampons make you lose your virginity. And these contribute more towards period stigma. Very true and uh, that is indeed very sad that even when um, at one point it's said that the world is uh, growing so much, there is there are still so many stigmas and taboos which are still associated with something so basic such as a period. So um, moving forward to the most interesting part of this conversation, tell us more about the sanitary pad drive that you have conducted in the past and uh, please, please let us know how, when, where have you conducted them. Definitely. The sanitary pad drive was one of the few things I didn't think I'd be doing five years back. And a sanitary pad drive is essentially where we'd collect funds and then purchase a whole bunch of pads and donate it to rural schools and areas where sanitation isn't available freely. In rural areas of Sri Lanka, there are a lot of communities where they don't have access to sanitary pads and they end up using things like moss, old rags, leaves when they have their period and this is super unhygienic and contributes to a lot of lot of illnesses so the sanitary pad drive is something where each school we figure out how many kids are there how many people are of a certain age and we donate pads to them also alongside the sanitary pad there's another thing which i do which is the reusable pad donation, where we donate reusable pads as well. And we also cover the costs if you want to make a switch to a period cup or the period the reusable period pad. Wonderful. That's, that's uh, seriously interesting. And the fact that um, you yourself have moved forward that you, you only said that five years ago you wouldn't have thought of doing this. But here we are now and we are so thankful. We are so thankful because you do what you do. So um, moving to the last segment of this podcast, is there a message you would like to convey to the young change makers like you? Aspiring change makers like you? Definitely. To everyone listening in, if you've made it this far down the podcast, you're definitely serious about making a change. And my advice to you is to do it. I'm not going to say it's easy. I'm not going to say everyone is going to listen to you, but you have the power to create change and be an example. You taking the first step to create change can be the sign for someone else to start. You and I are a small link in the larger chain of change and anything you do really helps. You have access to the whole world in your hand. Use social media, use your networking, use your youth and enable change. Definitely reach out to people who are already taking part in helping menstrual hygiene 
and helping menstrual rights and if you are able to volunteer with an organization in your local area that does these things and if there isn't an organization i challenge you to start one thank you so much jonathan it was lovely talking to you and listening to your insightful experiences i'm sure our listeners enjoyed listening to you and learned as much as we did if you liked our podcast then do like and share with your friends you can also visit our social media handles for more such content do not forget to follow the match project on social media when you have a dream you have got to grab it and never let go with that note we would like to bid goodbye to you all see you in the next episode